going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss league of the people's mentor. And this is episode 342 of the show. This is all about hard work and taking your ego out of stuff. And I think it's a great episode because we are closing out a month. If you are listening when this is a new podcast. And so I think it's a great opportunity for a lot of us to reconnect with hard work, which is what gets stuff done. If you love the show, all I ask you to do is screenshot it, put in your story, tag me at I'm boss Lee, tag some friends as well. And what's even more cool is if you subscribe, if you tell some friends and if you leave a five star review, I do read every single one. It means a lot to me. We did just give away $1,500 last week and there are always giveaways. So make sure you are reviewing and sharing. Today's review of the show is Best Podcast in the Galaxy by Shay K. Where do I begin? Five stars. Jessie Lee is literally the people's mentor. She spits fire on every episode and doesn't hold anything back. The best part is all this value is free 99. You can pay thousands for the information that she gives on this podcast, but she gives from her heart free of charge, giving the opportunity to learn from the top rock star in the MLM industry soon to dominate the business world completely. Oh, that's sweet. (laughs) Make sure to listen every day for the newest up-to-date advice, trainings, and updates. Plus, she gives you money for just listening, and there are no ads. Make sure you are ready for laughs. There are many, because hashtag Boss Lee is also a professional comedian, if you didn't know. I'm a proud member of the Lehigh. I love you, JL. Oh, my God. We love it. Thank you so much. I'm in a grouchy mood. I needed that. I love you guys. Appreciate you. I hope you love episode one, or episode 342 of the show. Um, seeing that people are just trying to be better, you know, ego is eating people alive. And I think people are starting to notice that. And I think people's radar in a way is up a little bit, right? Like, "Mm, I'm suspicious about this, right? Like, Ooh, I know what that is. So we left off on, uh, don't boast about what hasn't happened yet. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. At the end, it isn't about deferring pride because you don't deserve it yet. It isn't don't boast about what hasn't happened yet. It is more directly don't boast. There's nothing in it for you. Remember, we closed the last call on that. Don't boast. There's nothing in it for you. Look, your results are going to speak for themselves. That's really what I'm trying to say when I say that. Right? The, the, the further along you go in, in a business like this, Brian kind of said this on the Circle of Champs call. He's like, yeah, of course Jesse Lee's significance driven. All of us are, though, right? Um, of course, she's significance-driven. Then, and then he said, but she works for it. Like, she earns it. She doesn't ask to be significant because she she wants to be. She will work for significance, you know? So I know a lot of us are like, say my name, say my name, say my name. Let's make sure we're doing the work, right? I will say your name, right? I think y'all know that. So, all right, so this part of the training is going to be all about uh, work, 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 and then we'll see if I can get into this really cool story about ego as well um, if, it's, if we end up having time on it. So I know for a fact that uh, work and action just tends to fix everything. It just does. You know, if you're frustrated in what you're doing, just put in action. And that doesn't have to be necessarily action like, Go, go, you know, of course, I, I feel like you should go live more and I feel like you should do more calls to action. I feel like you should do these things, but it's also actions like, are you talking to people? Are you in the chats? Are you being, are you, are, are you allowing the team inside of you? We talk a lot, uh, as you start moving up leadership ranks, you'll hear things like Brian will say, let prove it in you. It's the same thing. Let the empire in you. Because when it becomes part of your identity, right, culturally, when it becomes part of your identity, the action steps that you're taking towards your business become a lot easier because it's coming from a place that's soulful. 
right? You're going to earn the money. You're going to bring in the team members. You're go- it's all going to happen. But some of you are almost fighting this. It's like this resistance. You're having to fight. I know some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Because somewhere you're just like, I'm not part of, I feel like I'm not part. Okay, then become part of it. Then become part of it, right? How easy is it to turn off notifications? How easy is it to not get on an Empire United call? How easy is it to do a lot of different things like that? But that's just part of culturally who we are. So pour into this. These are your people. And of course, this can, you know, I like when we say chosen family. I think that's so cute. Like, I just love it. Like, if it is your chosen family, then make it your chosen family. It is the people who are closest to, you know, the team, closest to the fire, who are excelling and we're doing so much cool stuff on this team it just excites me I was talking on clubhouse the other day uh because there was actually a race conversation going on and again alignment it's just interesting the way the world works I jumped in a a room that said it was a social media room (laughs) ended up not being a social media room when I when I uh went in the room which was cool and I was so grateful for Empire United because I was able to have conversations around race and allyship uh, that were a lot more strongly, firmly rooted and founded because I've been paying such close attention to these conversations and to these calls over the last month, right? Um, in particular, but certainly these last couple of, of weeks. And it's the ripple effect of everything we're doing. It was really powerful to see because when you're on stage on Clubhouse, like the moderators, like you can click your little microphone. It's like an applause. And I was on a stage with a lot of black women. And then I had a lot of DMs from black women that were like, oh, my God, like what we're doing matters. What we're doing is really mattering. And so um, what is the what is the work that we're going to put in and how can you let the empire inside of you? Again, it's really the question we're asking. So, all right. So um, this whole entire chapter that I was reading from, I just think is uh, it's it's beautiful to me. And maybe it's just me because I love work. <laughs> so it's kind of easy for me to be like, oh, speak on it. Right. And some of you are like, I do not like work. Okay. I do not like work. Um, but I will tell you, look, um, every single one of you, you can find joy in what we're doing, right? You can find joy in the work, joy in the process, right? You get to be somebody who cultivates something beautiful. Okay. Now you can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. That is the ego. Okay. Some of you have heard this before, right? People will say things like, I'm going to hit champ. I'm going to hit MVP. I'm going to be pro champ. I'm going to be legend. I'm going, I'm going. Where are you going? You can't build the reputation on where you say you're going to go. You have to actually put in the work for some of us as leaders. It gets frustrating. Okay, I know we're at all different levels of leadership. It gets very frustrating when you're what we'll call it a champ. You're a champ and somebody comes in, they say, I'm going to be ranked two this month. And you're like, yes, let's go. And you're like telling them daily methods of operation and you're telling them to do calls to action and you're telling them to go live and you're telling them, okay, what are you looking for? Let's get on a coaching call. Then you get on a coaching call and you do the coaching call and they don't show up to the coaching call. They show up to the coaching call. They don't do what's on the call. You are ready to take your ketones and boop, like, boop, like you are really ready to do the most. Cause then they get on another coaching call. They're like, I'm ready for rank 
too and you're like, I swear in my calendar, I see right here you said on the eve of never that no, I'm just kidding, right? Like you start getting so frustrated, okay? Look, you can't build a reputation on what you say you're gonna do. You've gotta do it. You've got to do it. And I know it can be so difficult because you're like, but the sun is shining and the whales are jumping. Both facts, by the way, okay? There are still things that have to get done. It still shocks me that people are still shocked that when I come on vacations, I work. I'm like, why, why is that shocking to you? I'm recharging. Don't get me wrong, man. I think I got like heat rash a little bit. I got a little too hot, okay? All right, like I'm a little bit itchy, okay? Like, I mean, look, I'm relaxing. I'm sunning these buns. But ultimately, I cannot build a reputation as number one in network marketing or, you know, uh, whatever you want to call me, an inspirational speaker, um, a social media consistency queen, a blah, 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 whatever, whatever, put in whatever words you feel like saying around what I say I'm going to do. I've got to do it. Just like you got to do it, Amanda. You got to do it, Mel. You got to do it, Tina Joe. You have to do it, Amber. Heaven, you have to do the things. It's not an option. Okay. So, Look, just that idea, you know, it's like if you look at um, like a piece of marble, okay? If you look at a piece of marble, and I'm saying that because I saw Kenny comment in the chat and it made me think of like Italy where there's, you know, statues all over the place, okay? Like no sculptor can look at a chunk of marble and go, ha, I've got it. <laughs> I see it with my mind's eye, okay? That's great, but where is da is Michelangelo's David? Like, I'm just wondering, where is it? Like, are you gonna, are we gonna chip away at it? Or are we just gonna talk about the uh, chunk of marble that's sitting in the middle of the room? Right? I mean, maybe a little bit dramatic of an example, but your business is no different. You don't get a Michelangelo's David in a week in a month, I don't know how long it took, but I feel like that's a lot of pecking, okay? I feel like that's a lot of, okay? Whole lot of work. So the hard thing is not dreaming big. It's not. How many of you have big dreams? Let's, let's start there. How many of you have big dreams? You've got big, crazy goals. You know, you want to quit that job. You want to fly private to the islands. You want to you know, open a school in Africa. You want to put your babies in a different school. You want to uh, move to the USA, love that, okay? You want the beach home. You want all this stuff right. You get it. And I know you know that it takes work. But do you really understand how much work it takes? is the question, okay? And I love this line right here. Sure you get it. You know that all things require work and that work might be quite difficult, but do you really understand? Do you have any idea just how much work there is going to be? Not work until you get your big break. 
Hold on a minute. I'm going to read this again. <clears throat> and hold on a second because I want to... <clears throat> Not work until you get your big break. <clears throat> I'm going to take a sip of ketones on that. I don't think y'all are trying to hear what I'm trying to say, so I'm going to say it a third time in just a second here. Not work until you get your big break. Not work until you make a name for yourself. But work, 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 work forever and ever. Look, how many of you... I don't know. I, I think I shouldn't have done that training. This is usually my first real training of the day. I'm already warmed up, man. Okay, I'm putting on that pressure. Okay, look, I don't understand why people hit rank seven or eight and they're done. What are you talking about? There are people that are underneath of you that are still waiting for you to show up and you're not the audacity. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. What are you talking about? Can you imagine if I went, ah, 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 legend. Ah. <laughs> I'm done. Bye. The work here is not done. If I don't show up, how does Teresa hit rank five? How does Teresa hit champ? If I don't show up, how does Jenny Lynn hit rank seven? How does Brooke Porsche go seven, eight, nine, ten? How does it happen? How does Bree go nine? How does Brittany go nine? How does Amber go seven? The work's not done. The work's not done. You signed up for this life, okay? You literally signed up for this life. You chose this, okay? You chose this. You chose me. Look at you. Actually, some of you didn't choose me, but look what you got. All right, look. <laughs> Watch God work. Look. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it, I, I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed sometimes. I know you say what you want. I, I hear you, Taryn. I get it, Amanda. I understand, Adele. Okay, Gail. I feel you, Casey. All right, Celeste. Let's go. I can't be done because if I were done when I was making 20 grand a month, if I were done when I was making 30 grand a month, if I was done when I was making 50 grand a month, quite frankly, if I was done when I was making 200 grand a month, we wouldn't be on this call because I was making 200 grand a month in a totally different company. But it was me grinding still and making other people uncomfortable because I wanted to work at such a high level that got me terminated <laughs> and sent me here. Because the work was not yet done. And if you're not the example for people, what are they seeing? Does that make sense? Like, I'm not trying to be, I know I'm a little like, woo! I'm a little aggressive right now. Megan's dancing. I feel like it's okay. She's doing this thing. All right? Like, I need my whole front screen to be throwing bones like she is over there. Okay? Like, there we go. Thank you for the participation. I just, it, it just doesn't make sense to me sometimes that some people can hit some level of achievement and feel done. They work until they get their big break. They work until they feel like they've made a name for themselves where I'm going to get on a call and say their name, right? And then they're done. And then once I say their name on a call for maybe five or six calls, then they stop showing up to calls. What are you doing? What is going on? The work was not done. Jamie Lynn, it's like, what in the hail? She, she typed hail. it like that. Hail. <laughs> All right. So it goes on. Is it 10,000 hours or 20,000 hours to mastery? Hmm. How many have heard that before? We've all heard that, right? I've even coached that before. Have you put in your 10,000 hours? Have you put in your 10,000 hours? Have you put in your 10,000 hours? The answer is that it doesn't matter. It's your ego. 
right? There is no end zone when it comes to our business. There's no, oh, poof, I'm done, okay? So to think of a number is to live in conditional futures, conditional futures about how far you can actually go. Can you imagine if I, I mean, I, I don't want to keep using myself as an example, but I think it works in this situation. Can you imagine if I stopped reading? Can you imagine if I stopped learning? I'll tell you what happens when a leader stops learning and, and still does calls. All y'all get on these calls and halfway fall asleep. Okay, we've all been there before. We get on the calls and we're like, where was the last book you read? You've been training on rhinoceros success for three years, homie. What is going on? Like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Look at the laughter. <laughs> like, come on, man. That book's a child's book. You can read it in 33 minutes. What are you doing? Okay. Like, is Curious George the next book we're training from? Because, come on, man. I don't know. I just thought of Curious. I don't know why I thought of Curious George. Maybe because there's these trees. Looks like monkeys could populate them, but there's not because there's no monkeys on the islands. But anyway, like, it concerns me. I mean, it is a good book, by the way. Right? Like, Rhinoceros Success is a good book. But my point is, did we live in a conditional business? You know? Did we live in a, oh, I can go this far? Did we live in a, this is all I need to know, and I can get where I need to go, and then I'm done? Right? And I got to tell you, it's been really cool. Brian is, like, back up on his horse, for those of you that don't know. Oh, you thought I was talking about Curious George? No, I don't even know where that came from. Right? But, like... He's, he had a really crazy 2020, like a very crazy personal year. And I'm telling you, I called him out. I love him enough to call him out and say, what is going on on these COC calls? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, come on, man. Come on. And then he's back in his books. Like the last couple of weeks, those calls have been flames. And I think sometimes we forget that because even somebody who, who's made millions of dollars a month still needs to grow. Millions of dollars a month still needs to grow. And so as long as you don't let your ego creep in and say, I already know enough. I already know what I need to talk about. I mean, there'll be somebody on that call that hasn't read the Rhino book. Okay. But what about the 106 who have, you know? Okay. Like, then you're allowed to grow, okay? So um, our ego wants the ideas and the fact that we aspire to do something about them to be enough. Our ego wants the hours that we spend planning and attending conferences and meetings and chatting with our impressed friends, right? To count towards the tally that success seems to require. It's so easy, you know? It's really easy to get on Instagram and like talk about our businesses. And people go, oh my God, Agatha, you're amazing. I mean, you are. Don't get me wrong. All right. Oh my God, Alicia, you're amazing. Again, you are. Right? Oh, Kayla, you're amazing. Cindy, you're amazing. Courtney, you're amazing. Bree, you're amazing. Marisol, you're amazing. Amber, you're amazing. Kristen, you're amazing. Cheryl, you're amazing. Fraser, you're amazing. Look, you are. But how many times, like, I, I've actually heard Brittany say this, I think. She's like, uh, 
She's like, okay, thank you for your compliments. Your compliments literally don't pay my bills. <laughs> okay? Like, your compliments, your kind words, they do not pay my bills. I remember when I waited tables in, uh, in Times Square, and I was like, somebody used to say, like, they would, like, write a note, or they would say, um, they would compliment you. You're the best waitress ever. And I would remember people in the back room. I'm sure Amanda knows what I'm talking about. She probably heard this all her serving years. The servers would stomp in the back room and be like, well, too bad compliments don't pay my rent. Okay, too bad compliments don't pay my rent. So I think it can be easy sometimes, especially since we're working in a digital world, to get really caught up in, uh, in that like tally of, oh, I'm doing the right things. Oh, I'm doing the right things. Oh, I'm doing the right things. And I know we want to be paid for the time we put in, right? Um, and then we want to do all the fun stuff. But the reality is that where we decide to put our energy decides what we're actually going to eventually accomplish. And all I mean by that is there's a lot of us on this call right now that and myself included, okay? Like, it can't just be me. It can't just be Stephanie. It can't just be Joe. It can't just be Whitney. It can't just be Lee and Tracy. Like, how many of you are so annoyed that you're not exploding? I'm just curious. I just want to know. I'm always mad. Like, I want to stay in a state of explosive growth. Like, that's got to be sustainable. I can run off of ketones and air, okay? Like, I don't need, I just want to go. I want to be on a rocket ship all, at all times, right? Yeah. Why are we not ranked yet? Why are we not this? Why are we not that? Why? Da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. Where are you at rank seven? Right? Like we need Q Kayla bushes, you know, like, I mean, I mean, come on, come on. Like, yeah, it drives us all crazy. But the cool thing about the hard work, if I'm training about work today, the cool thing about hard work is that it's something that is working underneath the surface. It's something that's working underneath the surface. And so it can be so, 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 so easy to feel like all this work you're putting in is not working. And then there's the day you wake up and all of a sudden it does work. And how many of you have felt that before? Like maybe it's MVP for you or maybe it's like, whoa, I hit rank three. Whoa, that wasn't that difficult to hit rank four. Oh, now it's easier to do whatever, whatever, whatever. It wasn't from what you did today. It's from what you did months ago, probably. Maybe even years ago for some of you. I haven't said this in a while, but I love trading on this every time I have an anniversary of entrepreneurship because it's the same every year. I just had somebody join the team. Uh, she actually came in medicine, Maryland also. Uh, she joined like two months ago. She messaged me. I've been watching you for 10 years. 10 years. I'm ready. I went, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Right? Like, you don't see me? <laughs> David, I see you. maybe I do TikTok too much, David. I don't know. Right? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Right? Like, it almost makes no sense sometimes. But it's, it's all the work you're putting in for years that then compounds on top of it. I just want to remind you of that when you're in that mode where you're like, I swear I need to quit. So in this book, they use the example of Bill Clinton, actually, which this is not a political conversation. Trust me. Okay. But as a young man, Bill Clinton began a collection of note cards upon which he would write names and phone numbers of friends and acquaintances who might be of service when he eventually entered politics. 
Each night before he ever had a reason to, he would flip through the box, make phone calls, write letters, or add notations about their interactions. Over the years, this collection grew to 10,000 cards before it was ever digitized. It's what put him in the Oval Office and continues to return dividends. That's so cool. Where are you putting in those relationship steps? Right? We talked about it even last night, but this business is going to scale based off of the relationships. Whoever has the relationships controls the business. That's what I said, right? Then it goes into Darwin, right? Working for decades on his theory of evolution, refraining from publishing it because it wasn't yet perfect for him, except for nobody even knew what he was working on. How many of you feel like that right now? You're doing all these live videos. You're making all these posts. People are looking at you like, what is she doing? What is he doing? What the hell? Right? What the hell? All right? Like, why is she always posting on social media? Like, does she not have any friends? You know people think that, right? Like, come on. I know people think that. Right? They're like, Jessie Lee's a bit on... Like, does she even have friends? Like, what is going on? Right? What the hell? She's always over there. She's always over there on social media. She's always on Instagram. She's always posting on stories. She's always posting on TikTok. She's always, she's doing her YouTube thing. She's doing whatever, right? Hardly anyone knew what Darwin was doing. He didn't tell many people. No one said, hey, Charles, it's okay you're taking so long because what you're working on is so important for the world. No, see, that doesn't happen, right? Nobody says, nobody says, Oh, Carol, I get it. I get it. You're doing all these lives because you're leaving a legacy for your family. Right, 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 right. I see, I see it. I, no, you don't get those messages. You don't, you get the seriously, Brittany Anderson. Why are you jumping in the air, taking jumping photos again? How many jumping photos are we going to do? Are you a Mexican jumping bean? What is going on over there? What are you doing? Where are your kids? Why are you bouncing again in the air? Why are you bouncing in the sky again? Why are you traveling places? Why are you, oh my gosh, this is what they do. They look at it like you're crazy. <laughs> I love it. They didn't know. These people don't know why. You're on why Courtney Chapman's running Mexican calls on Wednesday nights. They don't understand why Chaz and Anna are singing on social media. They don't understand why Megan George is TikToking. They don't understand. They don't get it. I don't understand. David's just shaking his head. That's yeah. all. Okay. All right. They just don't know. How would they know? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people not laughing. I mean, every, my whole screen's laughing. All right. Okay. But Charles Darwin, he just knew. He knew it wasn't done yet. He knew it could be done better. Okay. And that, it, and that for him was enough to keep him going. And if you look at this business, a lot of people will look at me and they're like, why is she not done? 
Why is she not done? She's the best in the world. Why is she not done? Why is she still uploading podcasts? Why is she still posting? Why is she still doing these things, right? So it's up to you, it says. Do we sit down alone and struggle with our work? Work that may or may not go anywhere, that may be discouraging or painful? Do we love work, making a living to do work, not the other way around? Do we love practice the way great athletes do? Or do we chase short-term attention and validation, whether that's indulging in the endless search for ideas or simply the distraction of talk and chatter? And I say that because I love that, right? Like, it's really easy to make fast money here. It just is. It is easy to make fast money. But do you want to make long money? Do you want to make generational money? Do you want to make an impact that even though people don't understand it right now, you know? Because I don't think we even talk about it enough, but... This is a willable business. Do you know what that means? What you build, Celeste, or what you build, Lindsay, or what you build, Nay, or what you build, Leah Ray, or Madison, or David, what you're building, it hands down to the next generation. It doesn't just, your position doesn't terminate when you're gone. It gets given to your family, so... Since apparently you're all breeding right now, (laughs) Courtney's on my screen there and then Courtney's on the floor here and then who knows who else is pregnant on here, not saying anything. All right, like that's going to somebody. That's going to somebody. Oh yeah, and Brittany's pregnant. There we go, there's another one. Good Lord, not not Anderson, not Anderson. Nope, not Anderson. Let me just double check. I clarify that. Okay, all right. I just said, I was like, oh geez, I should probably, uh, okay. All right. And so, think about Oh, no, 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 no. All right. You can't control what other people think about your business. You can't control what other people think about ketones. You can't control what other people think about social media. You can't control what other people think about TikTok. You can't control if somebody tells you, don't quit your job yet. Don't do that. You get to control how you choose to respond. And so remember, when you're not practicing, and in the case of practicing, I'm talking about doing your social media. I'm talking about putting yourself out there. I'm talking about making the connections. I'm talking about going live. I'm talking about talking in the chats and getting to know your team members. I'm talking about all of these little pieces of practice. I just want to remind all of you, and I know this is a, this is a higher level leadership call, so it's okay, I say it. When you are not practicing, remember someone somewhere is. And when you meet them, they will win. Not you. Like, do you, re- do you really want to go toe-to-toe with a recruit lead that I'm talking to at the same time? Why? That's illegal. That's illegal. You know what I mean? How many hours and hours and hours and probably months of practice have I been putting in? How many podcasts have I listened to? How many 
events have I gone to and been really present? Not like there, but not there, you know? How many times have I learned about different cultures? The, you know, Mexican culture, black culture, the French, the British, the Irish, the Scottish, the Italians, the Germans, the Dutch, the Belgians, the Australians, the Canadians. Okay, sorry. <laughs> right? Have you taken the time to get to know people? Ooh, it's just practice. It's literally just practice. So when you're not practicing, remember somebody is. Somebody always is, right? So the, I know we have a lot of people who read the Bible on here, so I'll, I'll read it from here because I love it. The Bible says something similar in its own way. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Because the thing is with your ego, you can choose to lie to yourself, okay? People do a great job of this, don't they? Right? Oh, I am putting in the time. I am putting in the work, sister. Woo! Really? Like, that was my TikTok dance. There we go. Like, really? Really? Okay? Because when you pretend, what is, what is, what is, what is fluff work. Bree calls it fluff work. You can tell yourself all day you're doing it. But when you pretend you're doing it and eventually someone shows up who is doing it, you will be tested and quite possibly found out, right? I know sometimes it might look like I can come on a call like this and I can just tear through whatever and I, she, she don't miss, she don't miss, right? She don't miss, she comes on these calls, she's every single time, every single time, every single time, right? But it's not that I'm walking into a meeting and boom, done, this is years. Remember the Picasso thing? Was that this call? I talked about the Picasso thing. No. Okay. My different call. I'll explain really quickly. Picasso's painting on a street corner, basically. Some woman comes up. He takes 30 seconds to paint really quickly, like a Picasso. Okay. He hands the painting to her and he, and, and she, and, and she goes, Oh, thank you so much, Picasso. La, la, la. He says, yeah, that'll be $30,000. And she goes, it took you 30 seconds. He said, no, that took me 30 years. Ooh. No, that took me 30 years. Okay? You don't walk up to a canvas. I, I couldn't go up to a canvas and throw paint at it and go, Picasso. No. I haven't put in time to do that. Right? Just like you can't show up to your business and go, and expect people to connect on a Zoom. You've got to put in the time. Brian said it on the COC call. He's like, she, yeah, Jesse Lee is a great orator. He said, he said, and then Eric Worre yesterday said, not only is she an amazing leader, she's an even better teacher. Is what Eric said yesterday, if you were on there. This is time. This is putting in hours and hours and hours and hours. We can't live in this fantasy. That is your ego. You can't do nothing all week long. Come on a uh, I don't do calls on Monday nights. I was gonna say a Monday night call. Uh, you can't do, you can't show up never all week. Come on a Wednesday night call and rip. You can't, you can't, but some of us are trying. Okay. People do this fake it till you make it thing. Right. And I mean, it's BS. 
It's BS. How about you make it so you don't have to fake it? Ooh, hey. Make it so you don't have to fake it. Y'all, this is not a difficult business, but like, can you imagine if you went to a doctor who was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I know what I'm doing here. I'm just gonna snip, snip, and then I'm gonna whoop, whoop, and then about bow. You'd be like, that's gonna be a no, <laughs> okay? When some of you are approaching your business like a snip, snip, whoop, whoop, bow, bow, and you're expecting to be a champ. You're expecting to be ranked 10. You're expecting to be able to just snip, snip, whoop, whoop, bow, bow, okay? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I like it, all right? That's just not going to work. So when you sit down to work, remind yourself, yeah, maybe it's delayed gratification. I don't know, you know, because you got to put in the work. But how long are you going to be ambitious for? How long do you want this for? How long do you want to be, uh, you know, being able to have this as a full-time income or way more than full-time income for, right? Understand, if you're taking notes, you are making an investment in yourself instead of your ego, when you choose to work. You're making an investment in yourself instead of your ego when you choose to work. And so give yourself credit for that. You could be doing whatever the heck else you wanna do right now when you're on here training. I, I see that, I know that, right? You could be doing whatever you want. It's so easy to hide behind a check. It's so easy to hide behind group volume. It's so easy to hide behind a, a, a rank, a title, a what, what for? If I had 3 million in group volume and I wasn't, and I was not leading you, I don't know that I would be talking on social media about leading. You know what I mean? Cause it's different. There's a difference between achievement and leadership. We've heard it a million times in our company, but how true is that? Who's really showing up? Who's really doing the things? So where is the investment you're making in yourself to be better, to teach more, to know how to love more? I know this is a little, like, I kind of came a little aggressive on this call so far, and I've only got five minutes left. I'll try to soften the blow a little bit. Guys, it comes from a place of love, right? Like, it's not coming from a place of, I don't think you're amazing. I do think you're amazing. That's why I talk to you like this, right? The work is where the fulfillment actually ends up being because I actually like to think about Olympic athletes. I, I don't know that they like practice. I don't know that Michael Phelps enjoyed force feeding 12,000 calories a day because he was swimming for eight hours a day in a freezing cold pool at four o'clock in the morning. I don't know that he loved that. If he does, he might need to go to like a psychiatrist or something. That sounds a little psychotic to me. Okay, like I don't know that he loves that. I don't know that the track stars that got to lace up their shoes at 4 a.m. I don't know that Bolt really likes that that much. Maybe the winning, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like to win? But the work and saying, I got to put my ego aside. Yeah, I'm number one in the world. But how do I stay number one in the world when you're showing up at that track, if you will? How do you not lose? You got to keep on practicing. There's a rap song and it says, in order to be the best, you got to beat the best and I'm undefeated. Okay. How can you apply that to your life? 
And you don't need to be the best at selling ketones. You don't have to be the best in network marketing. But you do need to be the best version of you. And if you check yourself, the only reason any of you drop group volume, the only reason any of you drop team volume, the only reason any of you miss MVP multiplier, the only reason any of you ever miss rank, a check goes down or whatever, is because you were not alone at the track. You know what I mean? If you're being honest, are you spending a lot of time trying to get people to show up to the track and you're not even there for practice yourself? Something I said to Mel Humphrey, because she's our newest champ, I said, don't turn into a coach. Mm -hmm. The number one thing that I see happen when people start to hit rank four, five, and it is the worst at rank six, the worst at rank six, is they turn into these coaches where it's like, Literally, in my mind right now, I just I started visualizing a coach. How many of you ever watched, like, an NBA game or – I don't know, NBA just popped in my head, like a, like a basketball game. And I'm using that as an example because in basketball, right, they're, like, all standing there. Like, there's that bench there or whatever, and then the coach tends to be standing up there. Mm-hmm. How many of you have noticed, like, the coach is not really the vision of athleticism usually, right? Like, they're not really playing the game. They're up here, right? They're the masters mentally. You've seen this, right? Can can you guys nod or something? No one's nodding or Mm -hmm. type in the chat. Okay, right? They're showing up to practice, but are they actually putting in the work? No, they're not running the laps. They're not running the drills. If you put the coach in in place of Michael Jordan, I don't think the Chicago Bulls go on a dynasty run. You know what I mean? And we all have different roles, but we're three years in business. Yeah, you can put me in as coach here and there all day for sure. But I'm right there running drills with you. I'm right there when somebody says, this just happened the other day. Kayla's like, what is your script for this 22% off sale? I said, all right, give me a second. I'll send it right to you. I'm in the game. I'm running the laps. Yeah, yeah. I'm out there doing coaching calls and leading big calls and doing company calls and doing all that stuff. Yeah, but I'm in the game. I'm in the hunt. I'm still practicing. I'm still putting in my reps. I'm still doing my exercises because I'm okay if I'm alone at the track. And more times than not, I am. More times than not, the weather's crappy and I'm still outdoors. This is a, like not literally, literally, this is figuratively, right? I'm still running. I'm, I'm in pain. My joints hurt. My knees hurt. My, my lungs hurt. I can't run, man. And I'm still running, right? It's really, really easy to look at the success we've had, but you know what? There is work that needs to be done. And work it, does, it, it might not be good, it might be messy, it might be whatever, but it's got to get done. And so, if you want to judge your, pro, your progress properly, look around you. Who are you bringing with you by showing them how to actually get it done?